Well, this was this was your nomination, Riggs, wasn't it? And it's definitely a movie that's cropped up in various discussions before. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of this movie. If I remember correctly, it didn't come out at the multiplex over here. Right. And I remember having to import this from Legally? the US. And yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, but it was not an easy thing to get hold of. Right. The movie is on back. And Hold on. Well, no, I'm just going to call it on back. Okay, because I, I thought it was just, yeah, that's how I remember it. But there's various different colons. Yeah. Muay Thai Warrior, the Thai Warrior. Yeah. And no, so on and so on. For me, this was always just on back. That's what it said when the credits come up. So that's what I call it. Yeah. And for a long time, if you came to my house, I would force you to watch this. Oh, you wouldn't. Um, and yeah. basically, I haven't been able to stop elbowing people in the face since I watched this movie. So It made me want to climb trees mm. fairly soon. But that's how it kicks off, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just, this is a sort of classic action movie setup, but with a very distinctly Thai flavour. Well, and, it's probably the fish sauce. Yeah. And and it's it's got astonishing sort of practical stunts using this brutal Muay, Muay Thai mm. style of fighting and it's performed all without wires but feeling like those impossible moves that you see in those yeah. wuxia type there things. So, not a single CG or wire. It's all done practical. You can and, tell some of it is done with like clever editing and where the camera is placed and maybe judicious uses well, I, of trampolines but still there's only so much you can fake being kicked in the face. I well I wondered straight from the beginning because I felt some of those people's pain as they fell out that tree and onto the floor. You heard the thud. It kind of rocked the room. I I was watching it and it was just like no, you could hear those big, heavy thuds. Yeah, so you were talking about the opening of the movie, which is in a movie. Yeah, so there, sort of weird a, game of capture the flag. Yeah. That's right. It's up a tree. It's it's kind of a, a huge tree with loads of branches, and the whole village of all, all the strong young men in it, anyway, all running towards the tree, mm. climbing up, and each of them is pulling the other one down. And once you've climb sort of 10 20 feet and you've fallen down they're taking some heavy tumbles they're really kind of crashing yeah and and through the, so the it's a ritual in the celebration of ong back which is a festival that's being held in this village nong pradu and they worship uh, their local deity he's going to bring prosperity and water especially water to this remote thai village so Ting, our hero, Tony Jar, demonstrates his prowess by winning this capture the flag game, like you say, that involves people being kicked and, and leaping acrobatically from branch to branch and falling horribly. And, and a lot sorts. of them are really good at climbing trees and mm. trying to get there, but he's the best and he, he's able to, to shrug anybody off as he's got this flag wrapped around him and he jumps down from quite a height as mm. well and right raises it kind of aloft to a big cheer and the village have their champion and it's quite a poor village it's just agricultural kind of sustenance it's very remote isn't it really uh, remote um, Um, it's very remote and it's mostly a village that revolves around a sort of i think it's a buddhist temple that's there that's teaching ting alongside his martial arts we see him practicing his martial arts but he's also being taught buddhism and pacifism uh, yeah because his master whatever you call him he says well, well done you know you're fucking really good at muay thai now never ever use it yeah that's right and he yeah. well he was doing all yeah. these kind of moves wasn't yeah. he like crouching bear yeah eagle hawk, massive goral massive goral yeah jumpy elbows with knees yeah and that's right he says don't, you don't use it you know you it's it's there 
but and, you don't. Have and to and but wouldn't is, you know though? He will end up with a chance to use those skills. But Ting know, doesn't want it. He, he wants to. You can see he's a really obedient, lovely yeah. young man, and he. Doesn't I think he was going to be the hero of this film. He, well, he's, he's good at because. First, though, you need a problem to be a hero. And the problem is there's another guy called Don who's got an eye, his eye on these amulets, which you'll see him in Thailand sometimes. They're hanging off the, the necklace. They're, they're kind of blessed stones, often with Buddha or a symbol, religious symbol in there. And they go for a hell of a lot of money. I mean, the old ones and the ones that have any kind of significance in 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 that kind of religion and, and buddhism and everything they, they go for tons of money so if a, a monk has had one and he passes it on then um and this is what don wants he wants to um buy one of these amulets off ting's i don't think it's ting's dad it's just a guy from the village yeah isn't it's it? a guy from the village yeah and he doesn't want to sell he says no i'm going to give it to my son one day it's, but don then comes back and he says well if i can't have that i'm going to take ong back's head and yeah. on back is the the buddha figure inside the church or inside the the temple sorry and so according to information i found on back the crack or the scar that is is back and on is referring to the buddha image okay. so it's got a crack across it anyway right okay so it's, it's so old and it's really revered i mean they'll they'll say you know the rains aren't going to come there's a big festival in a week's time and mm. well as soon um, as the the statue's head is gone you see there's still there's like a horrible drought isn't there straight away there's a horrible drought and there's a lot of screaming going on and one woman in particular is telling how everything's going to be doomed well, so um, it is like the temple of doom isn't it yeah they need yeah exactly they need a hero now and ting puts his hand up and he says right i'll go yeah i know where he lives i know where don is yeah so he is sent off to bangkok with to meet with like little bits of money because he's been given he's been given villages. everything yeah. what the villagers have All got the villagers have got to go to to the big tiger and uh, yeah he knows he's got he needs to follow the trail of don and he's sent to meet humle a former resident of the village um, is it his cousin or is it just the, I, I, think I think it's it, that boy that the guy who didn't want to sell the amulet yeah i think that's his son yes right. he's a grifter yes yeah. there's a there's a young lady and him and they're fixing card, they're, her name fi is. they're fixing card games and they're up to no good yeah and yeah, they're, they're constantly scamming. in trouble yeah and in his departure from the village, he's become very sort of westernized, Humley. He calls himself George. He's got like bleach blonde hair. Yeah. He wears sort of Western clothing. Um, and, he's, and forget he's forgotten all of the rural, peaceful village that he's come from. Yeah, he calls him a hillbilly, I think, as soon as he sees him. And he's not having anything to do with him until he realizes, oh, wait a minute, he's got a, he's got a few bar. Mm. I better bring him in because Humley owes money to everyone. Yeah. And, and so... He, he encourages him to come in. He says, oh, take a shower, you know, relax. Don't worry. Sorry about that before. Be fine. As soon as he goes in the bathroom, he takes the money and runs off to the betting shop. To the Kosan Road. We've yeah, all had fun on the Kosan the, Road, the, haven't the we? Co yeah, seeing Kosan. <laughs> the Kosan Fight Club. Not like that, I think. Um, but nevertheless, it's, it's Fight Club down yeah. in the bottom yeah. of a, a basement somewhere and bets are going on and it, it's an illegal betting and fighting yeah a bit like the, Kuma, like the kumite isn't it it is like the kumite yeah. and there's a fighter there i think his name is pearl harbor and he's beating the shit out of absolutely everybody and ding tracks down humley to the fighting club and it's a sort of scene where as humley is placing the bet 
Ting ends up sort of comically the next opponent. Mm. Yeah, he's been Pearl kind Harbor. of pushed out and cheered on when he's when they realise he's he stepped into the ring. Yeah. Um, I mean, and we a- get one of my absolute <laughs> favourite tropes that you see in a movie when you get a scene, especially when there's a guy who's quite considerably smaller than the other guy and there's just a one-hit one knockout. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fight starts... Pearl Harbor wades in and is just dispatched with a single brutal knee to the face. And, as the, and audience, the whole crowd is silent. But you've and, been waiting. And to is cheering. Yeah. You've been waiting to see some action because that, you know, that's what you're here for with these movies. Like, yeah. come on, when is he coming to see him? Yeah, but yeah, this one's, like you say, this is brief. You know, you're going to. Oh, it's, it's literally over yeah. in half a second. Yeah. It's absolutely it's one, brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's one kind of kick, one knee mm. to the stomach. This guy's gone. I wasn't sure whether one of the fighters, don't know if it was Pearl Harbor or another guy, was one of those other actors that we'd seen in the films that you like, I forget them, with Frenchie and... Um, it wasn't Scott Atkins, Scott but Atkins. he did look... It yeah, looked like him, not, not a million yeah. miles away, yeah. So, yeah, he sort of accidentally ends up winning this fight, but he doesn't want to take his winnings, Ting. He just wants to take his money back. Meanwhile... Literally overall, his money. He wants his money, the money in the handkerchief yeah. behind the bar, not the 5,000 bar he's just won. He wants the yeah. 220 bar he's just... Taken from the village. Yeah. And sort of meanwhile, this has been going on. Comtown, who is a, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's a sort of local crime lord who's in a wheelchair and he speaks with one of those like. It's an electronic voice box. Yeah. Yeah. Things. And Um, he's got plenty of attitude still, even with that, hasn't he? And he's been betting on the fight with another gangster, I think, and sort of accidentally lost a whole load of money against this Ten tiny mil or, or mil? It was a lot. It yeah, was they, a were, lot. they were going yeah. up through thousands, then yeah. it was a million, and they're mm-hmm. just, they've got these pretty young girls kind of stroking them and rubbing them down as they're just drinking and gambling. Um, it's an electro-larynx. An electro-larynx, mm. yeah. Good larynx, yeah. So that's sort of drawn some unwanted attention on Ting. Sort of next day, there's a bit where... I can't remember exactly how it happens, but the drug dealers that George and Moilek were ripping off sort of see them in the street. Yeah. And we get this fabulous chase scene. They tried to rig a Baccarat game. That's right. And yeah, that's this leads to, the, I think, the most storied and like celebrated scene in the whole movie. I could just watch this endless, endless yeah. scene. It's mostly Tony Jar demonstrating his gymnastic skills yeah. as he goes through a series of like comically set up. <laughs> it's like Wayne's World too. <laughs> it is. It's brilliant, and it, and it's but it's all fine. But it works. Yeah, perfectly. it's amazing. You see him spinning round a bunch of school children, running over the shoulders of about eight men in a jumping garage, through jumping through a pane of wire. glass, through a hoop of barbed wire, sliding under a moving car. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. It is incredible when you understand that these are all for real yeah yeah sometimes it's so good they show you it two or three times yeah yeah (laughs) which i'm fine with yeah 100 percent. so really uh the cartwheeling between the two like tiny thin panes of glass absolutely amazing and he finally he's able to like sprint jumping through that that sort of circle of barbed wire that they were carrying (laughs) as well two guys kind of carrying barbed wire on Mm. a on a stick and you've got to commit he goes through head 
and feet, feet he touches, and he basically arms. jumps touching his toes yeah. forward to go to make himself so tiny to fuck. I mean any fuck up there <laughs> Jesus yeah. oh it's, it's impressive very impressive and the sort of scene culminates with they come to a dead end where it's not a dead end when you're ting because he just runs up the wall but George is sort of fucked and he bargains now at this point right save me I will probably I promise you I'll sort this all out we'll get, we'll get on, get on back back back's together. head back and he has promised a couple of times before. So, but eventually, I think knowing that this could be the end of him, Ting throws down his hand and they climb. Uh, still getting these big pieces of the wood thrown up at him, <laughs> but managed to get away and live to fight another day. <laughs> and literally live to fight another day because the plan is just to go back to the Kosan fighting tournament. And now we get an astonishing scene of like three consecutive fights where Ting is forced to defend his championship against first a really unpleasant Australian guy called Big Bear. He's like slapping women around and well, he, he, shouting a load of he abuse was calling about Thai people. And yeah, he was really call- horrible. He was calling Ting out because Ting had the reputation now as the, the champion. Champ. He's a um, champ, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, he's a world uh, champ. And, uh, it's not the prelims. And he, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't like it, does he? He doesn't like having to, to call him out or being called out. So he's saying, come on, you get to fight me. And he doesn't want it. Ting's like, no, I don't need it. Yeah. But then he starts beating up the girls and he must defend their honour. Yeah. And Ting, you know, it's a pretty brutal fight. Lots of elbows and knees and jumping and it's painfully so many, finished like- off elbows to the head so when he jumps up and he just crashes the, down the elbow on the head that's the characteristic of this particular fighting style so yeah, we right. would be used to seeing karate kung fu style things you yeah know, when you talk about i don't want to say the wrong thing about whatever discipline bruce lee does but this is you know very very strictly this particular type which is a lot more of that kind of style it, it's much less balletic than yeah. you're used to seeing in Chinese martial arts films. It's more violent, it's much if that makes more any brutal. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they elbows use and knees, and you see them all connect in horrible ways. We, we went and to he, a uh, Muay Thai, Sonny and I went to a Muay Thai fight in Bangkok earlier in the year, in Chiang Mai, sorry. And it's brilliant. I mean, it was just, you know, seven, eight fights, and it got better and better. So they started off with the, the young boys, but against foreigners as well. So right. it, it mixed up a little bit, and there was a good crowd of people mm. around. But the guy right at the end... And the real deal. Fight. He, you could see he was he was real deal back in the day, but right. he still had the moves. Like, yeah, and he was just taking the punches, taking the punches, taking the punches, and then he just like swats on. Oh, like. yeah, exactly <laughs> like this. And as you say, really violent. Comes out of nowhere. It's just a, you know, it's like a knee with an elbow mm. across the face and everything. This guy was gone. Like you know, just but a lot of it, you know, plays up on the out. size difference of Tony Jar, who I don't know what his height is, but he's pretty slight he's a, he's not a huge chap but watching him the athleticism of which he attacks these guys who are so much bigger so he dispatches with big bear and he tries to get out of the fight but the crowd push him back in including sam singh who is com town's sort of bodyguard guy and he points a gun at him and like forces him to fight again so he has to fight toshiro a japanese guy who does a lot of like impressive looking uh, roundhouse kicks but gets dispatched pretty quickly because they're pretty ineffectual but they they do get kicks in it isn't like impossible to hit tony joe or he doesn't no. get you know oh, he so takes the, a lick. he takes he takes the punches as well yeah yeah and then it finishes up with like a brutal bar fight involving like appliances and electrical wire and bottles and all sorts of stuff oh, the, the crowd are absolutely screaming because they're all involved this is mm. taken the whole kind of basement and nightclub area now they're, they're 
fighting with everything um, well they fight all the way up to where Comtown is and then out of the window which is above the fighting pit and he pushes this guy mad dog out the window and then jumps on him with his knees fall about yeah. i don't know 18 yeah. feet onto At his least. chest yeah. with his knees <laughs> it's amazing and he kind of gives it one last look and and closes his eyes gone and the crowd then go ah, and they just it you know massive applause well the, the electricity's gone and there's all the sparks in yeah. slow motion as ting's looking around it's brilliant so anyway with the fight over hey, well they've just lost a load more money as well mm. upstairs so these gangsters who mm. who actually as we as we learn don is working for this yeah. gangster and this guy wanted the amulet originally and now he's been offered on back's head he didn't see the that being anything that he wanted There's no value, no value in right. it for him so don's done this and religion nothing. is nothing to him he has no. he's explicitly says he's no respect for it no no nothing whatsoever so he's a little bit later we find out he's building a massive or oh, he's nicking another kind of head isn't well, he's he? got I mean, loads he's, of them when they when he falls later after the tuk-tuk scene well, amazing yeah <laughs> Well, um, that's it. It runs. It runs not far into this scene. I it is about yeah. So yeah. you know, Tony Jar and Lay and all that get taken away. I can't remember exactly how it's going to happen, but Comtown's going to fuck off, and Tony Jar's going to get his legs set on fire, and then going to beat people to death with them. Yeah. Well, he, he, he that's it. He jumped in a load of oil, then in the fire, and then yeah. starts like ass kicking while he's on fire he did several takes of that so he and he had like <laughs> third degree burns or whatever on Jesus. his legs but he just wanted he to get it right definitely committed to this mm. Mm. yeah he was all in and then you have this brilliant tuk 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 scene yeah. where there's a chase with maybe 12 tuk tuks um i mean it's literally like they get on him and they drive about 10 feet and then they just slide over on their side <laughs> it's just amazing yeah there's so many tuk-tuks they falling get, over we have to talk about the final tuk-tuk that flips and well the one that, there's, there's like one a speed get... style where the bus like the lane the highway isn't finished yeah and they're all gonna like a load of them are gonna pile off the Drop end that or then, lays front wheels over but one goes up stopped. yeah and, and it's like a just amazing. I loved it. It was just a dummy, you know, like so amateurish, but brilliant. Oh, well, when they're, but, when they're the falling dummy, down. When it, and when it flips. Oh, yeah. it blows and up it in the air. And see, oh, it's, it's a great scene. I loved it. It, it was really so is. good. Yeah, yeah. so this, this tuk-tuk just sort of explodes flying in the air ab- above a, another load of, of tuk-tuks that have all ended up off mm. the end of this bridge. Yeah, it was... Uh, That's where Ting then jumps into the harbour, isn't he, to yes. evade something and he sees everything all the stolen stuff is suspended underwater. Yeah, there's been a, a sort of plan to decapitate all the young back, the, all the Buddha Well, heads. that's it. So they're all floating underwater. Yeah. There's this whole kind of treasure trove of artifacts. They're not floating. They're I hanging. say suspended. Yeah. Um, suspended. <laughs> but yeah, th- then it gets called in because next thing there's a, a reporter there. It's a nighttime scene and they're, they're cataloging this huge hall mm. of artifacts and... This is obviously the the same guy who's been after Ong back and he's yeah um, and it goes back again. I'm not sure how we get there, but we find him chopping the head off another huge. Well, they go up to yeah, they go up to where the boss's lair is, and they, well, they find still him, haven't got Ong back back. No, they haven't. And Comtown <laughs> says where they've got this giant head of that they're drilling into a giant Buddha head. He says, oh, if you go and I've lost so much money. If you go and throw this fight against Sam Singh, my bodyguard, I'll give you the head back after that. Yeah. Definitely trustworthy. Yeah, 100% that. do that. Yeah. So we get Sam Singh, the bodyguard, versus Tony Jar in a fight that he has to throw. Well, um, does he throw it? I'm not even sure he did. He, he was 
drugged up the other guy, wasn't he? he had yeah. Some he was on the roids, of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had some kind of yabba that just meant that he wasn't going to feel any punches. PCP yeah, but he, does, he is explicitly told to throw it, though, as well. Yeah, he is. And he, and, does. And, he, and he does end up losing. But even though, you know, you thought he might lose anyway, because this guy was pretty much hum, indestructible. Humley throws it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A big, a massive fight scene back at the Buddha statue all around the scaffolding, leaping around there, yeah. taking on multiple guys, taking down Sam Singh, who injects himself like six different he, needles. Oh, I think it's more than that. It's like he had a, a whole kind of pot of needles. He just <laughs> yeah. shoved into himself. And you <laughs> thought, well, that can't be a good idea. Like, But it was. At one point, Comtown's like, he's going to smash the on back head, the statue head with a sledgehammer. Yeah. And Humley has sort of learned a lesson and respect at this time, throws himself on the statue to protect it. And is. Takes um, a few blows. Yeah, well, it's. it's I had to rewind this bit because I didn't remember, but it does actually kill him, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it so, crushes him. He gets a few last words before he he goes. Yeah, because we also get the giant statue head falling down and like literally seven tons of irony killing the main <laughs> villain, Cobtown. Um, you gotta love that. Yeah, um, that's where you know gives him back or you know says take the head or whatever yeah and please look after we lek we lek yeah mm. and then humle is he does die because his ashes are taken back to the village are they not yeah well it that's kind of, of comes, the end of the movie yeah it really. comes in though they have brought the head back and you you get to see it reattached and them enjoying the the festival praying in the temple it is kind of filled with the sadness of humle who mm. who kind of died in the mission to get it back but there ends the film, and it was there was a lot of action in it as yeah. well. Once it started, it's an action movie, Dan. Yeah, but yeah. you know there was good action. Mm. Is what I mean to say. It wasn't just. It was compelling. You know, each yeah. each and every scene was really well choreographed, and you know, look at Hollywood and things. This is a Thai film, and it's right up there with any others um, and it feels very Thai and yeah. there's a slight you know there's definitely a thematic thing that's slightly critical of western influence in thailand and all that's to have all this stuff presented with this like astonishing stunt performances yeah just great and, and really like, well directed story. you know get yeah. the pace up um really like this yeah i wasn't sure that i'd seen this before i think i've seen parts of it i certainly didn't have any memory like i have now on it and Strong recommend for me. Spawned a couple of sequels. It was hugely successful. I don't actually know what the budget was. I don't imagine it was millions upon millions. I think no. it's on back two. I've definitely seen. Yeah, I, the sequels are not as good in my opinion. But yeah, for for a long while, this like was a benchmark, I think, in sort of action cinema. And Tony Jaw. I mean, this was his breakout. Jarhead. Mm. Yeah. Did you see any of these graffiti on the walls? Yeah, of course I did, yeah. They had a few... I don't know, like weird pleas to Western directors. Um, in the in the Tuk Tuk scene, one of the it's crashed into a building and on the wall. You can see "Hi, Luke Besson, we're waiting for you." Scored on the wall, and then later on in the alley chase. No, it's it's, it's before that. It's in it's in the famous chase thing down the alleyway. There's a thing for Steven Spielberg. What did it say? Uh, Hi, Spielberg. Let's do it together. Ooh, so they're trying to, to they're, they're putting it out there, which I quite I quite like that. And Steven Seagal tried to insert himself into the movie. He's so impressed by it. He tried to get his production company to buy it and insert himself as Tony Jaa's teacher. 
All right. Which is like ego that to is the max. So, that is so Seagal, isn't it? I'm glad that never happened. And I also did enjoy, because this is a particular, and that this what one of the things that makes it stand out is the particular style of fighting. Yeah. It's actually, it's pre-Muay Thai. This is Muay Muay Buran. Okay. All right. right. Which is an ancient form of some Thai kickboxing style known for its violent strikes with fists, feet, shins, elbows and knees. And you feel every single one of them and, watching this movie. And one of the reasons why the bad guys have fairly ludicrous hairstyles is to cover up all the padding that they're wearing on their heads. Yeah. Right, so, okay. so they've got like mad quiffs and stuff is to, yeah, because he was obviously whacking them pretty hard. He, the same combination of director Prachia Pankow, maybe, and Tony Jaa did Tom Young Goon. Or I thought that protector, was a suit. Which it is a suit. Right, okay. The movie is about a restaurant of where exotic animals. Are What's served. it called? The Protector? Well, it's either called The Protector or Tom Young. Oh, that's the one uh, yeah, with Tony the elephant. For an elephant. Yeah, Where's my elephant? It's yeah. by next year. Yeah, okay, yeah. And the wrestler throws one through a window. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant, this. Yeah, really, really good. Um, if you're going to see one Thai action movie this week, make it this one. For sure. Wow, wow, wow.